de Global Latin Factor Podcast. Welcome, welcome, you and all, to another episode of the Global Latin Factor Podcast, where we talk about Latino everything. And today, another very special episode, because we have not your average bartender, originally from Peru, world traveler. We have Cesar Reyes, a.k.a. You might not like it. Pitbull for the homies. <laughs> yeah. Owner of Loquito Coquito Bartending Services in the house. What's going on, brother? How you doing? I'm doing good, man. Doing great, man. It's a blessed day. Can't complain, you know? Absolutely. I appreciate you taking the time to coming out here. Thank you very much. No, thank you, man. And thank you we're going to talk about all this that we have right here. Some of the nice, nice drinks. Yeah. Okay. But first, we're going to go ahead and start with one of our most popular segments, which call Preguntas al Chile. Which we call... I'm getting tongue twisted today. I don't know why. <laughs> it's all good, bro. It's all right. Good. Here we go. Tacos or tortas? Oof. Tacos. Okay. Corn or flour tortilla? Corn. Okay. Mexican coca or jarritos? Ooh, that's a tough one, man. Jarritos. Okay. What flavor? De piña. De piña. Yeah. All right. Para la niña. Para la niña. Agua de horchata, jamaica o tamarindo? Ooh, man. Ah, uh, Jamaica. Okay. Yeah. Uh, salsa verde or salsa roja? Do you like spice at all? Oh, yes. Yes, we do. In yeah. Peru, we do. Uh, roja. Roja. Yeah. Okay. Menudo, pozole. Do you care for either one? Ooh. I know Peru is not really so much in that. Uh, but you do hang around some Mexicanos. Yes, I do. <laughs> um, I got some of my best friends are Mexican, so of course, uh, we eat that after uh, good night. <laughs> <laughs> so which one would you prefer? I Menudo would say pozole. Pozole, pozole. nice. Yeah, pozole. Okay, uh, now I'm going to get to some of your dishes from Peru. Lomo mm. saltado o pollo a la brasa? Oh, man, you're killing me now, man. Mm. Oh, it depends on the mood. <laughs> depends on the mood. Um, I'll say lomo saltado. It's, okay. Yeah. Ceviche or conchas jal jalea? Jalea. Oh, man. Ceviche. Hands okay. down, ceviche. Cuy or alpaca? Ooh, I tried them both. That's yeah? I said cuy. Cuy? Okay. Pretty good. Okay, now we have some beers from Peru. Pilsen, Callao, or Cusqueña, or Cristal? Uh, those I'll are Peruvian with, beers. Yeah, those are Peruvian beers, by the way. You know what? Um, I'll go with Pilsen. Okay. I like the taste. It's 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 actually smoother than uh, Cusqueña. Nice. What about tequila or mezcal? I'm a huge uh, mezcal fan. You are? Oh, yes. Oh, uh, nice. What yeah. is it about the mezcal that's different um, from the tequila you like more? Because when I started working with mezcal, mm -hmm. it was so very new to the market right. that uh, a lot of people didn't know about it. But I started messing with it. So a lot of my drinks, as a matter of fact, uh, you see these drinks here? This yeah. one? Mm-hmm. My, my my mangonada and these two are these two are actually this uh, one right here yeah those two okay my those mangonada two. and my smoky margarita they're made with mezcal smoky yeah mm. that's why I call it smoky because the process of making mezcal it's about uh it's a more traditional way yeah than the tequila you know that is more manufactured right the mezcal comes from um, um it's different, different agave plants. Agave plants. Yeah, not yeah, the blue you have agave, your spadine, which is the tequila. Yes. Um, to make tequila is only blue agave. With yeah. that one, it's espadín. But the, but the way that the the process is like smoky, right? So they mm -hmm. bury all the maguey plants. And you can taste it in the pot. flavor? Yes, you can taste it. So if you try those two, you're going to taste the this smokiness. This one right here. My smoky mangonada and my smoky uh, margarita. Those that are, one smoky too? Yeah, smoky too. Mm -hmm. Yes, sir. Nice. Yes. Okay. 
don't know if you like salsa, the the oh. regular salsa, but Valentina Tapatio Cholula. Tapatio. No, Cholula. Cholula. Yeah. Okay. We move it on to Mazamora Morada or Frejol Colado. Um, Mazamora Morada. <laughs> okay. And we have Arroz con Leche or Champús. Oh, Arroz con Leche. Okay. <laughs> Crema Volteada or Pionono. Pionono. Hope I'm pronouncing yeah, it right. Pionono's. Yeah, yeah. Pionono's. Ah, oh, man. It depends on the Pionono because la, el dulce de leche is so good, man. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, for people from Peru, they're freaking known for their culinary. My brother enjoys it very much. We Thank we you. tried we we tried a few places here in in Dallas, but there's only been one. You know, I have my friends. What you said is true, right? And and not only because you you read it, yeah. but I also have experience it with friends of mine, right? I take them to Peruvian restaurants, and they say hands down, you can ask my friends. Yeah, you know, they say. Peruvian ceviche is one of the best ceviches that they try. Yeah. You know, and it's because of the way that we make it, right? It's a little different than tomate and, you know, like the Mexican ceviche. Yeah. And it has a different flavor too. But uh, yeah, man, that uh, ceviche is one of the, our big pits. And I have people, friends of mine that they're not from Peru and they get hooked up and they sometimes say, Cesar, ¿qué otra cosa me recomiendas? I'm <laughs> right? like, damn, bro. <laughs> like you try almost everything on the menu. I said, dude, it's so good, but I want to try some more. I said, but yeah. yeah. It is true, man. My brother-in-law and my brother, sometimes we get doing the, like a once a month sometimes and we make different dishes from different places. And we made uh, dishes from Peru before. Oh, that's awesome. And they were awesome. really good. Okay. Awesome. And uh, one question, one more question. What is, as a bartender, what is your favorite drink to prepare to people? Whether it's something from Peru or whether it's just in general that you enjoy making that drink? Um, I enjoy making an old-fashioned. An old-fashioned. Yes. To most, it's something simple, but I came very creative, right, to mm -hmm. the way that I do it, right? As a bartender, as a, as a person that creates drinks, you know, right. like a mixologist, we actually, uh, a good old-fashioned, uh, to me, it's a gentleman's drinks, but I put a touch to it, right? Mm, nice. uh, and another one of my second drinks is a piña colada. That's piña how colada. this whole concept started man okay we're gonna get to that story yeah. here in a little bit of father pina okay tell me the difference it's just probably my ignorance i haven't got a chance to google it but the, a bartender and a mixologist what kind of is the difference in there because there is a difference right or not really there could be that you know uh some people call themselves that but uh the difference between this one is that you create drinks, right? Mm -hmm. You actually get to know the history of the drinks. You actually study the drinks and you actually prepare yourself, right? For example, like uh, there are people that they, as uh, a bartender, you, you, you know the basics yeah. of what it is, you know, mm -hmm. of uh, customer service, preparing a drink, you know, knowing the measurements. I'm mixologist. We actually create drinks like okay you know out of nowhere right or we put our own touch to it uh, so it's I it's see. more like a, a liquid chef so pretty much bartenders kind of go down by the book and then just serve you what kind of sort of like the steps one to three and the mixologist kind of has their little bit more lenient as far as what can they add and maybe put their own touch to it yeah we put yeah uh, pretty I much like you that. put your own touch uh they they refer mixologists as liquid bar bartenders, you know? I mean, uh, liquid chefs. Liquid chefs. Yeah. Mixologists. That's what they First call First time it. I hear yeah. that term, brother. It's called liquid chefs, yeah. Okay. So when you hear the word Latino, what what first comes to mind when you hear Latino? Latino, to me, comes as... Um, 
hardworking people. Mm-hmm. Uh, don't take corners. We're very proud of our of of of, of our culture. Right. You know, uh, Latino. Um, we are um, come from different backgrounds, but at the same time, we are Lat- Latinos at the end, right? Yep. So to me, that's just that, and uh, just be proud of being Latino. Okay. You know. And do you care if anybody calls you Latino? Do you mind? It doesn't bother you, or you no. prefer to be like I'm from Peru? No, 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 not at all, man. You know, I rather you know like be yeah, okay. He, he's 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 Latino because as you can see, all these flags, man. We all right. come from different countries, but at the same time, we're all Latinos at the end. You know, True different mess class. No. Absolutely. Okay. I want to touch up a little bit on your, first of all, did you have any questions in mind that you wanted me to ask you about? Because I know I had sent you something. I don't know if you had any questions that you wish I would ask you today at all. Um, no, man. I, I think we pretty much touch all that stuff yep. forward, you know. Uh, like you said, you're going to ask something about my background, where yeah. I come from and all that stuff. So we're good to go. So you were originally <clears throat> from Peru. Yes. Uh can you tell me a little bit about your journey, uh, how you got to? Because I'm originally from Mexico, so I had to migrate illegally. Yes, Make myself yes, legal, or not make myself, but I got the opportunity to be legalized. Legalized, yes. And make my way. But you're from Peru, so how was your journey getting over here? Yes, man, it's 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 been a journey, why don't I say, with capital J, <laughs> right? I, um, I started with... Um, well, my mom immigrated here, right? Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm Peruvian and half Chinese. Half right? Peruvian, my, half Chinese. Yeah, through my grandma. You know, we have a big Chinese community in Peru. Yeah. So, yeah, so we are, uh, a lot of us, we're mixed, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, yeah, that's part of my background. Um, my mom decided to move here when I was, I think, 11 uh, years old. I was born in Peru, by the way, but I never lived in Peru. As a matter of fact, uh, um, growing up, I I grew up in different countries because right. of my dad's job. Right, um, he worked for Bata, which is a uh, uh, shoe company, uh-huh. kind of like Converse here, right? Right. And uh, he his his job will send him to different countries in Central America, for mm-hmm. example. That's why I I was living in Guatemala, Honduras, Salvador. Wow. Uh, Nicaragua. As a matter of fact, my brother, uh-huh. one of them is Guatemala, and the other one Guatemalteco, uh-huh. y el otro es Nicaragüense. Are you serious? Yes. That's crazy. Yes. I mean, they were born there, were Peru, but they were born there, right? Uh, but yeah, but it was a good journey, you know, growing up as, as my childhood, right? Mm-hmm. Then, you know, things happen in life, separated, you know. We migrated back to Peru. Things didn't work out very well over there as far as, you know, uh, business-wise and stuff like that. My mom decided to cash out on uh, a business that we had over there, which is a um, clothing company. A clothing company. Yeah, a clothing company. Uh, my dad and my mom found it, you know, through my grandma, of course. Right. Uh, but, yeah, my mom just decided to, you know what, uh, things were not working out there. So she took the courage of moving here, you know, with nobody, no family, no nothing. So she just have, you know, just took that leap of faith, right? Right, right. I was young at the time. I didn't know what was going on. Um, I came here, I think I was 12 years old in the year 2000, as a matter of fact. Mm. Came here. Um, it was a totally different experience because um, to me, um, when I was in Peru, you know, we, um, I'm not going to lie, you know, it was, 
we had it made at some point, right? Uh, I come from a good family, you know, good background with good beliefs, you know, like I said, uh, um, entrepreneurial family. And coming here, it was like, uh, so who's doing the dishes, you know? Because we have muchachas que hacían las cosas nosotros. So, so you, you know? have people that would clean, clean, and help out yeah, help house. out. You know, my grandma had all that and todo eso. So era una situación que era like from, you know, having my food ready, you know, and then to start doing our own stuff, right? So mm -hmm. I was like, oh snap, you know, this is this is a really turn. Um, a whole 360 on me, you know? Yeah. But, uh, it's a different world. It's, different it's a world. different world, yeah. Mm -hmm. And then especially coming to the U.S., everybody thinks it's easy, it's better, you know, but it, it, it could be, but it's Now, but if work. you come yeah. where you're well off, really good that you have, like, some people that help you, like, service. Yeah. To come over here and then you have to do it on yourself. Yeah, side. you know, uh, coming from, like I said, like a private school or something, but I didn't understand at the time, yeah. you know, what was going on. I was too young, so, but uh, yeah, man. Uh, but you know what? Uh, it made me the man who I am now, you know? Because yeah. in a way, it made me more uh, independent, more humble as, as well, you know? Um, I talk to everybody. People that know me, they know my character. They know that I have respect for everybody. I help right. a lot of people. You know, as a matter of fact, I try to uh, push people to grow in their way too because it was tough coming like you know like I said like from from that to here and you know uh, start cooking and start doing all this stuff that I was not used to right, right. Uh, but now man it it made me humble it made me humble it made me start working you know start working since I was I think I was 15 man <laughs> and the guy that hired me he told me I told him hey uh, as a matter of fact I was working for an ice cream shop That's mm -hmm. how I started getting to know all the frozen oh, stuff, you know? Nice. So I was like, um, yeah. So he was like, yeah, um, I'm 15. So then he was like, no, you're 16. But I'm 15. No, you are 16. <laughs> <Listen> <laughs> you know, for legal, <laughs> yeah, you are, put that on paper, right? Listen to what I'm saying. Yes. <laughs> yeah, you're 16, man. So yeah, you know what? Um, yeah, so since I was, it was a young kid, I started working on my own, nice. you know, I uh, bought my first vehicle, you know, so I started being independent as on, on, on my own as, as as that, right? But the only way that I could achieve that mm -hmm. is it's, it's coming here to actually come into a place where I don't know anybody. I don't know the language, right? That was a barrier too. Mm -hmm. uh, I still have some, like my accent. Oh, yeah, I, you I, know? I feel yeah, me, bro. I, I got yeah. the same thing. I have the still accent, but... Yeah. And the worst ones are the younger kids, too, that you go to school with, because they're the ones that are the worst. Yeah. Instead of helping you out more and, like, try to make fun of you, like, say this, or like, oh, like, yeah. ah, I'm like, what do you mean? Ah, I'm trying to do this thing, you know what I mean? Yeah. They don't mean... Oh yeah, man. Yeah, man. I was on ESL. I was in all that, you know, mm -hmm. coming, like I said, uh, it was a huge turnaround. Uh, but yeah, man, uh, uh, you make me who I am now, you know, uh, uh, cool. being humble. Uh, uh, Tell me, did you ever ask your mom what made her take the decision to come to the U.S.? Like what made her take the leap? I did, but for so long I was in the dark, you know, uh -huh. because of family. You know, family's always could be good and could be bad, you know? Yeah, it depends. So, yeah. So, finally, you know, now that, uh, yeah, I came here with no, you know, nothing, no no driver's license, no nothing like that. So, it was so it was tough also as as far as that goes too, yeah, right? Yeah, absolutely. So, it was not something that, okay, yeah, I come here with 
you know, papers or nothing. So you know? just to clarify, you were undocumented yes, at the time I when was, you got I here. Yes, I was, I was. So do you remember so, crossing the borders with everything right or not really? Well, no, I came with visa. So you yes, came with visa. Yeah, so I came with uh, all that stuff. It just, the process was longer, right, gotcha. uh, to get all my stuff. So I didn't get to do that. But uh, as far as living here, Yes, it was. I could see the the doors closing on me, right? Because yeah. I, um, I was well, asking for the documentation. And yeah, like, they always yeah. said, man, you know what? I was trying to move up in a company and I was somewhere where, okay, they gave me the opportunity and then they were like, well, you want to become the store manager now, but you got to go take these courses and of course you need this. And I'm like, uh. shoot, you know, I can't, you know? So, and I had to quit. I either quit or I move on to another. So, yeah, it was tough, man. You know, um, yeah, I, I work in the service industry, and all my life, pretty much. You know, from restaurants to fast food. I worked for Sonic too for a long time too, man. I used to know? work for Sonic too. Yeah, I used to work for Sonic yeah. for tips and all that, man. And and they always be like, man, you know what? I'm gonna, you know, hey, give you a restroom, and you know, like there is there. There's a spot open, but I cannot tell them, hey, you know what? I don't have my stuff. So it was yeah. so it was tough, right? Uh, on that end, I um, feel you on that, but. You know what? Uh, but that also made me humble to actually open open doors to other people because, you know what? If you want something so bad, you're gonna you're gonna try to do something different, right, about your life. Yeah. Okay. So tell me, how did you? So you're the owner of Loquito uh, Coquito Bartending Services, but how did you come out with the Loquito Coquito? Um, Does it mean something to you? It it is it is uh-huh. so. It all started during the pandemic, right? Yeah. I wasn't even thinking about doing this, right? It was it was mostly just like everybody during the pandemic. They 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 feel cornered. They want to do something else, right? So, to me, I started with one of my friends. His name is Fam. They call him Fam, right? Uh-huh. Um, I was so curious, you know, my curiosity about drinks it just exploded. I was always doing that for homes or restaurants or whatnot, right? Working on the industry, but Coquito comes from Puerto Rico. Yeah. And one of my best friends is Puerto Rican. So we used to go to this Puerto, uh, Puerto Rican um, Thanksgiving. Mm. And that's how I got introduced to Coquito. Yeah. And it was creamy. It was something different. Right. And one thing I'm going to tell you, do not call Coquito eggnog because they would get pissed off. Okay. okay. <laughs> tell me the difference. I know it's not the same. And it's not. Yes. People want to compare it. Don't. But what is mainly the main difference on it? As far as eggnog, because I never had any of you know what eggnog is. I, I just know yeah. it's a holiday drink. And Coquito, I heard of it more recent. But what are the differences? The difference between Coquito and eggnog, of course, the name says it on eggnog. It's made with eggs. Mm-hmm. It's, it's creamy. It's a creamy base, milk base, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, same as Coquito. The difference is that they use coconut. You know, they mm-hmm. use coconut cream. They use uh, coconut milk. Um, this is Puerto Rican. Yeah, it's more it's, Puerto Rican yeah, it's and it's something tropical. traditional, right? So uh, it's something so traditional that your grandma has, everybody has their own recipe. Their own recipes. Yes. So how I blew up on this game, it was because everybody has that coquito, but they were making it like uh, just the the traditional flavors, right? So, you know, so one day I was like, you know what? Let me add strawberries to it. Let me add mango. Let me add. All these ideas, right? All these ideas about mm-hmm. Coquito. And then I started introducing it to my friends and family, right? Here and they were like, oh snap. Like, especially the the strawberry ones taste yeah. like fresas con crema. 
So that's an impresas con crema coquito. Impresas con crema coquito. Yeah, so nice. that one blew up on me, man. That was that's till till this day is one of my best sellers, man. The nice. people love it. Uh, uh, during the holidays, starting Thanksgiving or before that, people start already. Hey, when are you gonna make coquito? You know, when are you gonna make coquito? Seriously? Yes, man. That's I got a, I got a good follower on that. So that's how the game started, right? With this loquito coquito. That's why I had loquito coquito because. Uh, Loquito is too, you know, it's like crazy, right? Crazy. Because of my ideas mm -hmm. too, because uh, in the Puerto Rican community, I didn't get much like, what are you doing, you know? Why are you changing? Why are you messing up our yeah, stuff? Yeah, why are you messing? They actually you're not even me. Puerto Rican. Yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, that's another even, thing yeah. too. I got people like that, man. Uh -huh. You know, I don't want to mention names, but yeah, I got I got people like that. But I got also Puerto Ricans that support me, like, like my best friend, like, like, yeah. like Tony. He helped me out a lot. Um, you know, hey, Just don't worry about it, you know. Just do your thing. So I'm, I don't care about people what they say, you know. Yeah. I'm gonna keep doing it as long as people like it, you know. Uh, I start doing that. So yeah, so that's how I started. But then I was like, but coquito is just only um, through the holidays, so it's a seasonal item, right? Yeah. It's during the winter time. Yeah. So I was like, hmm, I want to keep doing. It. It's a good business. I'm, I'm building clientele. I'm building a brand, pretty much, right? right? Uh, this little guy right there on my, on my. On my shirt right here, you know. That little this co guy. Yeah, coquito. Yeah, that coquito, you know, like coco <laughs> and everything. So that's how it started. So pretty much I, I was just going to do something seasonal, right? But then I was like, but in my mindset, I always want to be an entrepreneur. Yeah. You know what? I always wanted to be, um, I started different businesses. I started with real estate. Um, I started with uh, investing into Ameritrade. So I had different stuff, but for some reason it didn't catch up. Even Amazon, you know, I was, I was, I was selling stuff like that, but it was something that it was, it was just a job, right? Yeah. To me, this became a passion because I'm, 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 I'm very passionate for drinks. Absolutely. And, uh, it makes me feel good when people try my drinks and be like, Oh man, dude, you're a fucking bomb. You know, like, damn, you know, I mean, you try my seen drinks. It. I seen it first. Know? I seen it firsthand. Uh, yeah, I've seen, seen the people. Anytime they go and grab a drink and they, they can, you see their expression in their face. Yeah. And you too, you'll be looking at it too, waiting for it. And it is that, as I seen it with my own eyes, it's very nice. Appreciate it, you yeah. know. And that's something that hypes me even more because it makes me feel like, okay, you know what? I want to keep doing this. But in the back of my head, like, cannot sell coquito through all year long because people don't want to buy it. It's, it's too hot. <laughs> yeah, I it's mean, too hot. And, and it's creamy. And, and yeah, so I came out with these drinks, you know. This idea of having a frozen drink into a pouch, right? So one of them was the piña colada. This one was the one that started all. Did they exist at all anywhere? No. They did not? No. So, you know, whenever the whole pandemic started, they barely started coming out with to-go drinks, right? Yeah. But I started did. this before that to-go drinks, like, actually was legalized and all that stuff, right? Mm -hmm. Now you see them. Uh, as a matter of fact, I was in uh, the stockyards not long ago, and I asked the waiter, hey, uh, I want um, a mango, a frozen mango to go. Yeah, no problem. And boom, they came out with this and their own logo. I'm like, whoa, like, hey, <laughs> you know, I started this. So one thing I could have done, I could have copyrighted that, and man, I could have made, Yeah, tons of money, right? Because where did where did the, where did you get the pouches from? Or the idea of the pouches? Uh, one of my good friends, he was just like, dude, I saw this, and uh, but they were doing it for like berries and stuff like that, right? And I'm like, hmm, 
they put very yeah turning. so i started thinking i'm like okay let me see if i can do this so i grab a blender right and i, and I just make my frozen piña colada and i put it there and i saw the texture that like you know what i'm saying like it's not liquid because liquid is just wobbly like this one you can actually grab it and be mm -hmm. like oh snap you know you can actually like you know it's, so, it's firm you can it's, feel yeah, you can feel it's it. actually firm you know uh -huh. it's actually firm it's actually something different right so i'm like okay I started like that. Then my friend Tony, he he posted on his uh, social media one day. Yeah. And he said, hey, guys, you know, drinks to go, blah, 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 loquito, coquito, you know. I, I, I didn't have no clientele whatsoever. It was just something friends and family I was doing it, you know. Mm -hmm. And, dude, it, it blew up on me, man. People, nice. people started, oh, snap, i never seen this before. I'm like, oh, shoot, okay. You know, you can take it to go. Like you said, look. Put that the little, straw, you know what I'm saying? That little handle with the handle, straw, the and, straw everything. and everything, man. So, yeah. So, the whole concept was perfect for that. Yeah. So, yeah, man. I, I started with that and it blew up on me. And I said, you know what? Let me start putting my... The, the and cocktails. you started with one flavor, the piña colada first? Yes. That's the, the first colada. one. Yep. That's how I started because I'm going to be honest. Here in Texas, man, they don't have a good piña colada. You know, you go to Florida, you go to Puerto Rico, you actually... Uh, uh, um try a really a, a real piña colada you know and it's fresh it's actually it's not that it doesn't blow you mm. like i try here and i and i've been to so many places right, right? right. and i'm like dude i want to try piña colada which is actually refreshing to drink but no i said you know what cannot find it so i'm like i make my own yeah <laughs> and that's how people like it man as a matter of fact one of my friends actually uh um she it was one of her birthdays and um I did the whole thing for her, you know. I brought my blender. People like it so much because we we were having like uh, cookouts at my house mm -hmm. and uh, for 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 the football games. Right. So and people, are, hey Caesar, when are you gonna make uh, 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 piña coladas, man? So everybody started liking it. Not only the females, but the guys too, because. People, when they think about piña colada, it's just only, you know, like a girly like a drink. Girly yeah, drink, drink, like but, a female drink. Yeah, but, but you go to Puerto Rico, you go to the Caribbean, dude, everybody drinks piña colada, you know? Yeah. Here they have that concept. But when they try it, I'm like, dude, this is refreshing. You know, this is this is not bad. I'm like, okay. So now I have fellas even hitting me up. Hey, bro, I want, yeah. Yes, that's like the picture here. when you get, when you're trying to get away, like for everybody's like being next to the beach, sipping on a, a piña colada or a margarita. Exactly. Yeah. Either we, either one of those, yeah. you know, because here you got so many margaritas are so great. So it's, it's something that is not my forte per se, but more of the tropical drinks, you know, mm. that's how my concept is, as you can see, you know, yeah. it's more yeah. tropical, more of uh different concepts that you don't see here. Yeah, yeah. that's true. And uh, so not only that, but as you mentioned earlier, you've been doing the industry, the service, but you do offer other services, right? Such as bartending services, margarita machine. Yes. You have your own premixed drinks. Yeah. Uh, these are the premixed drinks or there's other options too, or this is just the uh, you have? These are four of them, but I have seasonal drinks too. Mm -hmm. You know, I'll start learning that, uh, you know, if I have too many, it's going to be way too overwhelming, right? But I stick with the ones that I actually sell the most, which are the piña colada. This is my Mexican candy, by the way. This Mexican is candy. It's a frozen Mexican candy, which is my own, um, my own uh, recipe that I have. And e even my Mexican candy shots is there. People love it so much that is one of my hits to actually catch people to bartend because they're like, dude, I want you to do my service, you know, to. Uh, they they actually hired me too because of my because of my Mexican candy shops, right? But I offer those 
and then my smoky margarita and that one. I have no, I'm Mexican. I have no problem with you making, even being <laughs> from Peru, making a Mexican candy shot. Well, that's good, man. <laughs> you know, as a matter of fact, I was in Peru not long ago and uh, I was at my cousin's wedding and oh, I introduced yeah, them that to, to, to that Mexican candy because they don't, uh, in Peru, we don't have tajin or chamoy yeah. or that kind of stuff, right? So when they tried it, they were like, is this spicy? What, what kind of spicy drink? You know, like, no, nah, dude, like, no, nah, trust me. Try it. Try it. Man, I'm going to be honest. <laughs> like, I only I only did it for, like, maybe 10 minutes, you yeah. know, to actually do that as a favor. Well, you know, try to show a, a little bit of what I do. And introduce some of the In, drinks. Introduce my drinks. Mm -hmm. Man, I'm going to tell you, I was there for almost two hours trying to skate because people were like, dude, you got to try this drink. You got to try this drink. Man. So every time I go and even try to get something to eat, and then my my uncle comes, Cesar, uh, hey, I heard of your drink. Come on, make your drink. And, you know, of course, I cannot say no to my uncles, you know. So, yeah, that was almost for two hours. I was, and then random people would be like, uh, can you make me a gin and tonic? I said, I'm not the bartender, but uh, there's the bartender, you know, for today. But I can help you with that, you know. Yeah. But, yeah. Do you do anything as far as the services in bulk? Like if somebody wants to order like a package you know how yeah. they do yes so you do do offer that yes yes as a matter of fact i do just like you mentioned you know i have my 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 rental service i offer uh margarita rental service but i'm i make with my own mixes right mm -hmm. i don't like all these mixes that you see here they all make from scratch like my my piña i use real pineapple juice i use watermelon juice you know i use lime juice mango you know all that stuff so that's what it it it, it i uh I, I am not your traditional mar margarita rental machines, you know, and, but yeah, some people like the experience of having an actual frozen restaurant style drink than just having, um, not, not trying to bash anybody, you know, but, um. Serious trying to get in the conversation. I know, Serious, right? stop. stop. <laughs> so, so you don't just offer the machine itself. You want it to also be an experience within the rental, not just like, here's your machine. Yeah, and that's it. No, it. no, no. I go there. I, I, They rent it from me and, you know, and I explain to them what kind of flavors I have or some other people already tried these flavors. And they're like, dude, I want this, you know? Yeah. Like, I want to try, like, like what a real strawberry daiquiri is, you know, like what a real mangonada tastes like, you know, not just some syrups that they just make it and just, you know, because yeah. I'm not doing it for the money. And like, yes, economically, yes, but I do it because it's a passion of mine to actually serve something good. And Yeah, you do, you do have the entrepreneur spirit as far as like, supposedly they say you have to find a problem a problem that there is and find a solution to it. And so far there's been a few problems that you've seen, like not having a piña colada and then coming up with the solution, having a container to go and then having your own so people can take their drinks to go before it was a cool thing to do. You yeah. know? So yeah, you definitely got And too bad you didn't copyright or, or did some kind of something. So that way you'll be credited to, but Looking forward now, you know. So, yes, yeah. yes, definitely. All their ideas, definitely. I had to look it up into that because, yeah, once once you put it out there, people start doing it. Or, oh, yeah. or maybe they didn't even see this, but maybe they have that idea. But if I would have copyrighted, man, okay, you did that, or now you have to pay me royalties. Here's the know? thing, though, because a lot of people, we all have tons of ideas. I yes. really do. But until you actually take actions to execute and bring them to life, then there's just ideas. And there's always a person that will, like yourself, take the steps to do it and actually have it done 
while you're just twiddling your fingers thinking about doing it, you know? Yeah. So that's the difference between you and them or other people and entrepreneurs that they actually take action and do and execute to get results instead of just, oh, what if this, what if that? No, this is what's going to happen. This is what I'm going to do. Look what I have. So. And you said two keywords right there, man. Whenever you were telling me that, you said execute and the what if, right? Um, most people, they they think about it, yeah, but they don't take that action, right? Absolutely. They say, well, I have that. And just like you said right now, it's absolutely right, man. Some people will, maybe they thought about this, you know, but they didn't execute it, right? Or they do it, but they do it halfway, you know? Uh, and I'm still in the process of learning a lot too, you yeah. know? But I took the leap of faith, you know? Um, as a matter of fact, I took a leap of faith last year to where I I quit my job, a really good job, you know? Mm -hmm. it, was, it was a career mostly, right? Um, but I did it because I wanted to see where, how far I can go, you know? Mm -hmm. And which it brought me to certain steps in life as 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 a as entrepreneur or as a business owner because, you know, you want to, not just be self-employed, you want to be a business owner, which is totally different when, whenever you had to learn certain skills, not just a passion, right? It, mm -hmm. a, a lot of people do it just for the passion, but to me, you had to learn, for example, things that you hate to do. For example, like accounting, you yeah. know? People hate doing books. Mm -hmm. I hate it at first, you know? But numbers, I like numbers, but then I was like, I like numbers, but now how can I, do this, right? So I get back to work into an accounting, you know? So I got back to accounting because I want to learn more about that, right? So I I got a job, I still learn accounting, getting more into QuickBooks into an, in, in a business level, you know, not just a personal level because um, I, I needed to learn that. I needed to learn about insurance, right? About types of insurance, tax codes. Mm -hmm. Now I'm not that, you know? So not only I do this, but I'm an accountant, I, I do taxes, you know, and I'm learning more and more about that because the end goal to me is to open a restaurant, to open a chain, right, of, of, of what I do, of what I offer, right? And, but in order to get to there, to, 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 to that end goal, I had to learn these things. I don't have to be 100% on it, but I need to learn the lingo, I need to learn the language of what it is because a lot of people, they're very successful at what they yeah. do. But they they stick on their passion, only on their passion. Now, man, you have to learn more than that. It, passion can take you a, 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 up to passion a certain drive. place, right? Yes. Which is good to have that. But the fact that you're already thinking ahead of as far as the pieces and putting them together to when you do get to, I'm pretty sure I have no doubt you're going to open your business because you already started dabbing in different areas to even though you, you're not going to be maybe an expert in everything, but at least anybody that's working for you too, that you're not, they're going to be able to like rob you or anything like that. Cause you're going to know what to look for as yeah. far as like the books, the finances, different things like that. So I can speak the lingo now and I can actually know the tax codes, right. Of as far as the business goes. Right. Mm -hmm. And as a matter of fact, I was on Wednesday I was actually with a good friend, is Jassy's Tacos. As a matter of fact, she she's like a sister. Her, their family is like my family, you know. I consider them because when I started, they were one of the the people that support me as well. You know, they mm -hmm. they introduced me to all entrepreneurs because I didn't know anybody. She actually reached out to me. She served my drinks. Oh yeah, you know, and that's how it started. You know, uh, but um, 
she was working at this event uh, with this uh, not brewery. It was more like a kind of like a bar, right? Yeah, it yeah. was a bar, and unfortunately, that guy decided to call it quits. You know, so I'm like, but why? You know, it's a nice area and all that stuff. But going back to what I was telling you, they did it because they're passion, because they're dry, right? They went, and it's good to take that leap of faith, right? To get to know that. But guess what? They didn't know about how to run a restaurant, like really an experienced restaurant, right? They didn't know how to run, like, you know, negotiate with the landlord, you know, because there's there's stuff, that there's clauses, there's tax codes that you can actually negotiate with a landlord about that, right? And a lot, of, I, I didn't know about that until I started getting into all these taxes yeah. and accounting, right? And the same thing, that he, he told me that. He told me the exact same thing. I said, you know what? I wish I could get to learn more about the little pesky things that we don't want to learn, mm -hmm. that we don't want to do, but I wish I could get more informed about it, that I could actually negotiate the price on, on, on the rent here, right? And all this and that. So I was like, you know what? You're a living proof of what I'm doing now, you know, yeah. because I, 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 I want to be able to, hey, you know, they want 20000 for this. Nah, dude. <laughs> I no, I'm offering you 15. You know? Yeah. So stuff like that. It's good. I always say, not always, but more recently, I've been saying that um, knowledge is not power. It's what you do with the knowledge that you have that it is a true power because you can read all the books in the world and you know all of it. But if you don't do nothing with everything that you know, why? what is it useful for? Exactly. It's nothing. There's nothing there. Exactly. And the fact that you're willing to get those experiences that he didn't, it's like going, working out. It hurts. It sucks. But going through those little hurtful things, it's going to help you. You know, it's better. It's good for you at yes. the end of the day. So you have to exercise and do those things. Okay. So when you went back earlier, going back on the, uh, going back on when you went back to Peru on that wedding, your cousins, uh, there was a story in an interview you did with Gael and PBO, yeah. the PBO interview. PBO, can yes. you tell me, can you tell us a little bit what that was for or what that was about and tell us a little bit more about Gael's story? Yes, absolutely. So Gael is my godson. Uh -huh. um, I was in, in, in Peru. Uh, he has the West Syndrome, which causes uh, little Gael. He's, he, he, he turned a year old not long ago. Mm -hmm. So I was there for his birthday, as a matter of fact, right? Yeah. So West, West Syndrome, what happened is that like, you start convulsing. You have all this, like your brain that doesn't function right. Mm -hmm. And the doctors tell him they're going to give him six months to live and that's it. Oh, little wow. kid is such a fighter. He has, he just turned one. One, one year. And, but I was there. Uh, how it all started to get to me is because my mom, my mom and my family, my, my, my grandma, they're very giving people, you know, mm -hmm. and I learned that from them, mm -hmm. you know. Um, so my mom started this small organization where she helps out uh, families in need in Peru. Right. Um, and, um, so this one time I was like, okay, you know what? I wanna I wanna follow the footsteps of my family, you know, right. my mom. Uh, she's my role model. So I always look up to her and what she does. So you know what? I heard the story. I was like, you know what, man, this is this is something sad. And 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 not even that, right? Um, because I look at my kids. I have kids. Mm -hmm. So when I look at my children and I look at Gael, it was like these families, 
It was cold, by the way, when I was Oh, there. yeah, it was cold. It was it cold. I don't know if you saw me with my jacket. Oh, it was yeah. cold. It was one of the coldest winters they had in Peru because mm. of the climate change that we're having right now, right? It was, it was cold. And these people are outside the hospital, outside in tents, yeah. like little tents, like yeah. camping tents, man, waiting to get treated. And, and these people actually lived there because they had to wait on, 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 on the help because, unfortunately, the Peruvian uh, um, uh, government, it's, it's not, you know, it, they will help you as certain spot, you know, like much. To a certain know? degree. To a certain degree, but mm-hmm. they're, um, they're not out there, like kind of like here where, where we are blessed to, you know what, if they have Medicare or something like that, they will help you, you know, regardless if you don't have money. There, it's all about that, you know, at mm. the end of the day. And it's sad, right? It to is. see this baby, you know, and see all these other babies like that, man, too. And not be mm. able to help them. But yeah, I did. I went there. Uh, I I I paid for their treatment and I helped them with their, um, um, you know, with, with their basic needs, you know, pampers and stuff like that. So I bought them all kinds of stuff. Uh, as a matter of fact, I'm going to Peru again at the end of the year, uh, which I am going to bring also a lot of clothes. And I'm also, if you guys... Uh, see this and uh, if you guys want to donate to yeah. as well uh, I will give you a link also and um, where I'm going to go and um, do the same thing if yeah you- if you can do send me the link I'll add it on the details of the interview yeah. so they can be there so that way you can uh, you know it's going to be in two weeks so it will be plenty of time by the time you get over there so if anybody sees that uh, it's going to be on the on the um, YouTube area but if you're on Another one, just go to the YouTube one. You'll be able to see the link to where it will take you, yeah. uh, wherever. And the money is going to go to there because I've seen it with my own eyes. You yeah, man, you know, we don't, we, don't, we don't take it. I always say, man, you know, if God bless me, you know, it's, it's, it, it's, it's my duty to bless others, you know, that, that I already need. And like I said, that has been tattered up in my mind, you know. I always try to help as much as I can, you know, if it's financially or supportive or motivational or whatever you want to call it, right? Yeah. Uh, it's it just part of me, you know? Yeah. Okay. And what is your mom's organization? Is there is that already formed? Is there anywhere anybody can donate already now or is it still uh, well, in the works? Well, it's still in the works, okay. you know? Uh, my mom does the mostly for herself, you know, but uh, she have a group of friends, Peruanos de otros países, you know, uh-huh. from all the countries. And they're like, okay, you know, because they know my mom. My mom in Peru, she's involved in politics. Mm. So that's why she knows all people, right? And that's why we get access to, to um, for example, like PBO, which is that uh, uh, very popular television, you know, um, um, channel in Peru. Yeah, And that's how I got in contact with them. They, I told my mom, my mom told me, and she told that reporter, said, you know what, uh, my son is coming, you know, we're doing this. So, yeah, so it was all about, okay, you know what, because people need need to know that there are others right there outside, not only just people in, uh, in Peru, but outside Peru that are willing to help, you know, mm-hmm. that, um, and that's the whole message that I was trying to do when I was getting interviewed because I even told the guy, I said, look, I'm not the type of dude that I want to be like, you know, like those influencers that they see you with money and they take a picture. Now, I'm not like that at all. But I told the guy, I said, I want to do this video because I want to promote the real, what what is really happening 
in our countries in Latin America, not only in Peru, but all the countries as well. And that you can help even if you're outside exactly, of Peru. Exactly, where you can help, but because a lot of organizations there sometimes are corrupt, man. I'm gonna mm, be honest. Sad. They you give them money and if you do your 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 research, man, a lot of that money doesn't even go towards the the, the people in need, right? They go mm -hmm. to the CEOs, they go to all that. And I don't want to put names out there, but there are some like very scheme, you know. And when it comes to my mom and me, we're small, you know, but we actually go and do the work, right? Mm -hmm. But now people are knowing. So this time, believe it or not, man, I got people message me like crazy about this. Like, why not? When are you going back to Peru? I said, look, l let me open an account which I am, open mm -hmm. an account, which is going to be just for that. You know, that way it won't go to me because I don't want to do nothing. Mm -hmm. If you guys donate, it's going to go towards the kids in Peru, right? Either baby formulas, stuff like that, right? Yeah. Uh, pampers, special needs, you know, clothes. So this time I'm going, I'm going with two big, like, uh, travel bags, man, you know? And yeah. most of that stuff is not even my clothes. You know, it's going to be clothes that people are donating to mm -hmm. me or stuff that they need. But... You know, because of the travel restrictions of how it is. Oh, yeah. I'd rather take cash and buy it over there, right? Or or financially, right? I, I can actually do more over there than buying from here. But, you know, if they want to donate toys or whatever, I'm welcome to, you know? If okay, so make sure you get a hold of you. Mostly your content will be on IG, right? Loquito yes, Coquito. Yes, Loquito Coquito, yes. Loquito Coquito. We'll put the link also on the on the video description. Loquito Coquito. You'll be able to find him. Who created your logo? Man, as a matter of fact, I did. You made it yourself? <laughs> yes, I did. Did uh, you? Yeah, the first logo, this one here, it's a retouch, you know, because of the pixels. But as a matter of fact, I did. I, I did create this little guy right here. I was one time, I was just like, what can I do? <laughs> and trust me, I have someone, some other ones that they look, yeah. <laughs> no good. Yeah, and, and this one, as a matter of fact, I like it so much that, yeah, it just got encrusted in me. But yeah, it's it's part of evolution. But yeah, I'm not Awesome. Saying. Okay, so I seen on some of your videos, I think it was TikTok or IG, where you were doing some fire tricks. Oh, yes. Where did you learn those? And how, first of all, two questions. Where did you learn those? Uh, well, actually, three questions. How hard is it to do? And have you ever had an incident of something that went wrong on one of those tricks? Uh, yes and no. <laughs> right? Uh, um, well, me, I'm going to put it like this. Uh -huh. In my personal life, I'm a risk taker and a daredevil. Like, mm -hmm. I like to put put myself out there. Right? You like the adrenaline rush. Yeah, I am an <laughs> adrenaline junkie. I'm going to be honest, man, from hiking volcanoes to sandboarding, snowboarding surfing dude like skydiving all that stuff right mm -hmm. but fire for some reason i'm not afraid and i seen some people actually in mexico that do that i'm like yeah. holy crap because here you don't you don't see that kind of stuff because of no. the regulations and no. i was like you know what yeah you know what i don't want a restaurant but i can do it as a private service right yeah yeah so i start googling i said you know what i'm gonna make my own drink but I'm also put that touches that I learned into that. Mm. And that's how I started, man, with the flame, with the, you know, I actually put some um, alcohol in my hand and one then just light it up on fire. And I was like, okay, ouch, okay. Then I started, you know, so I started with my own, right? Seeing, see how, as far as I could go with that. Yeah. But yeah, man, people love it. Uh, I post a video one day for my birthday. As a matter of fact, like two years ago, I did that. I invited a bunch of people and, 
Um, I, you know, guys, I'm going to do a quick, quick little show. Yeah. And from there, I posted on my IG. I posted on Dude. And people were like, dude, I want that Loquito package, you know? I like the one where you pour something and it just starts kind of like water falling down. Into a flame. Yeah. yeah so, yeah. So, that's a cocktail. Um, that's my Loquito Tower, I call it, you know? Loquito Tower. Which um, I actually interact with the... With with the client, right? So so like if they want that package, I can do it for them, right? Mm. But uh, but yeah, so I let the client interact. So I, they either pour it or they either do uh, where the flame comes out, which is a little touch of cinnamon, mm-hmm. which it actually expands the flames. Yeah, that's one with the throw the yeah. thing. It looks like fireworks. Yeah, Ooh, it looks like so fireworks, cool. yeah. right? So it's all like a part of a show, right? And at the end, you drink the drink. Mm. So it's a drink, as a matter of fact. It's an actual drink. Yeah, it's an actual drink where you drink <laughs> it, right? But right. yeah, man, I saw it uh, in Mexico and I was like, you know what? I don't see it here. And I'm like, you know what? I'm going to do my own version of it. And you even do the fire. Oh, yeah, spitter. I do fire too, man. Oh, yeah, that one, man. It hurt. Uh, it does. It I'm hurts. not going to lie, man. It does. It burned my skin. And Ouch. when they asked me to do that, I'm like, ugh. Yeah, for 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 healthy reasons, I'm like I kind of stop. But uh, but if I do a big event uh-huh. where hey, you know what, I want to go all out, I do it. And I don't mind doing it again. But it, it does. Yeah, yeah. it's got to be a real special occasion it, to do that one. Exactly, a real <laughs> special occasion where hey, man, either you're gonna compensate me really good because the next couple of days I probably won't even drink anything because it numbs my my um. My mouth because man. I'm not used to it. How long right? does it take to get the feeling back? Like three or four days. Three man. or four days. Yeah, to actually get my 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 taste buds again. Ouch. Yeah, and so it's not something that uh that people that do it constantly, uh-huh. they know what they've been through. Yeah. But I'm just letting you know, like, yeah, it's 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 not something oh yeah, it looks cool, but yeah, you suffer from okay. that. And was there in any bad tricks that it went really bad? They it could have been a Big issues, you just kind of tamed um, it. Yes, one time um, I was doing this uh, this private private party, right? Uh-huh. And uh, I did the Loquito Tower, and somebody stumbled on the uh, on the on, 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 the, on table. the table. Yeah, because they were trying to do this, and it was not a good table, and the whole thing. <laughs> yeah, it went oh everywhere and just. Some fans, but it was outside, thank God, because I was telling them that do not, I'm not going to do something inside. inside. No. no, yeah, I don't want to catch in a fire. As a matter of fact, the one that I did for my birthday, it definitely got so high that, uh, that the uh, fire alarm <laughs> start beep, 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 oh, beep. Shoot. Yeah, I'm like, oh, and I was like, oh, snap, you know, I was like, <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah, man, that's yeah, it, it happens, man, it happens, you know, I burn myself too. Many Ouch. times, yeah. Ouch. Well, good thing that you know. No customers were 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 yeah, hurt. By good. The way. No, it was only were. me. Okay, so you try some pisco with a serpent in it. Is yes. there any plans or adding any exotic and any exotic anything oh, to your drinks man. at all? When I tell you, my daredevil, dude, it kind of cost me my life that day. Cause man, yes, that yes. was that potent. It was it the drink that was that potent? It was, was that it? potent. Yes, yes. Dang. So it was pisco. Inside a snake, right? Which is like a rattlesnake, no? Yeah, some yeah, some sort of rattlesnake. Uh-huh. So I was curious. I'm I'm very curious about and especially with drinks. Oh, yeah. I'm even more curious. You got my attention when I see, I'm like walking by the street. I'm like, Ooh, <laughs> I am gonna try that. I'm gonna try that. <laughs> and yeah, so the guy was giving me a little like background. I say okay, but the whole time I was looking at the snake, I'm like, what 
snitch. Okay. It was a big snake, bro. Dude, it was. It was, it was huge. like yeah, it was this, huge. man. And it was covering Pisco. I took the shot. I'm not going to lie, man. For the next two days, I got food poisoning. <laughs> From from that from drinking that yeah Ouch. yeah what exactly is pisco if you don't mind me asking pisco it's a brandy brandy yeah it's come from the family of brandy it's made out of uvas you know uh, grapes mm. yeah yeah uh, but the distillation process is 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 different than wine right so what was the issue with that particular drink was it because it didn't take wasn't it wasn't sitting there long enough in order to do it or is it just not recommended to put a, an actual animal I, with alcohol? I probably you know what I tried another drink like that before in Japan uh -huh. for example they got it, it's called abusake uh-huh abusake which is a a sake with a with a snake inside right That's like rice liquor right? Yeah rice liquor uh -huh. but they put a snake inside uh -huh. I think the problem was with that it was probably just sanitation problems you know probably oh, the the snake wasn't clean right because they actually put venomous snakes inside you know and abusaki is like that but if you see in, in Japanese culture they they're very strict when it comes to their sanitation they're very strict on that stuff right so I tried before so I'm like okay might be the same just with pisco so I'm like okay cool so yeah, but you just they gotta be careful. They yeah. didn't clean it. Yeah, that one. Yeah, was where risky. you get it. So it was way too risky on my end. So yeah. Okay, so you have a special drink besides all these beautiful drinks that you have here. You have a chicha morada. Yes. but it's with a twist. Yes, it is. Can you yes, tell me is. about that? And how many tries was it before you even get it right? And I don't know if you're gonna be doing any packaging at all in the near future, but I know that thing is a hit. For it is. sure. It is. Um, and first of all, it's exciting explaining what chicha morada is first, and then we'll go from there. Yes. So chicha morada, it's it's actually, uh, it's pretty much a national drink from Peru, uh -huh. right? It's based of Peruvian corn, which is a the chicha morada. It's a, which it's is a, a purple corn. It's a purple corn. Yeah, it's a uh -huh. Peruvian purple corn. It contains cinnamon, pineapple juice, lime juice, lemon juice, right? Mm -hmm. And it's boiled. So it, it has a process, just like the horchata, for example, horchata. right? Uh -huh. Something very traditional that you go to any restaurant in Peru and they will have it. Si no lo tienen, it's because they're not really Peruvian. <laughs> <laughs> so if you, yeah, yeah. if you order chicha, if you go to a Peruvian restaurant, restaurant. and they don't have chicha morada, uh, you're yeah. not in a Peruvian yeah, restaurant. Yeah, you're not just in a leave. Peruvian restaurant. Okay, yeah, go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, you're right, you're right. But yeah, man, that's, that's, that's something that we have in Peru, right? So very accustomed. But when I was over there or every time I go, I don't see it as a... As, as a cocktail, you know, so he, he kind of triggered my mind about it. I'm like, hmm, I want to try something different, right? Mm -hmm. So last year, yeah, last year I had the International Food Festival, which is uh, all kinds of different, either mixologists, food vendors, and they requested me to do this drink, you know, like, hey, where you coming from? I said, well, Peru. Okay, great. I don't have nobody from Peru. I'm like, oh, snap. But I don't do, like, food. I do cocktails. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, don't worry about it. Just, just come try to make some uh, pisco sour or something like that. But the problem is that here, pisco is not so famous, right? Mm. So people don't know about it. Mm -hmm. So I'm like, hmm, I'm going to do chicha morada because it's my favorite drink, by the way. It's freaking delicious by itself. Right, it really is. I love it. it. It's so refreshing. Now it's like, hmm, let me put a little twist to it. Mm -hmm. So, man, all the trial and error, man. I'm gonna be honest. It was a long way. I started with tequila, 
didn't like the flavor. I started with rum. I didn't like the flavor. I started, man, yeah, I don't know with how many other liquors I put. I don't want vodka. you to give all the secrets, yeah, but it took you, how many tries do you think, uh, how oh, long before man. you actually got the final product? When I got the final product, it was, uh, it, it took me a while, man, like maybe 20 tries and 20 times getting drunk. <laughs> 20 tries and then finally you got the right mixture where it's not Yes, you because and you have What to is have your name for it? Uh, I call it Inca Sponge. You Inca know? sponge. Inca sponge. Because kind of like in Mexico, you got the Aztecs. Uh -huh. In Peru, we got the Incas, Incas. right? So I'm like, you know what? I'm going to call that Inca sponge. But at first, I was calling Chicha Morada because people get, got, got so familiar with that. That uh, right now, as a matter of fact, uh, this uh, Irish whiskey company, they uh -huh. actually uh, make a cocktail for them with with my own touch in this. Nice. And yeah. So right now, I'm, I'm also the brand ambassador of them too as well. You want to give them a shout out? Who are they? Yeah, it's called PJ Burns. PJ um, Burns. Shout yeah, out to PJ Irish Burns. Whiskey, Irish whiskey, too, you know. They they treat me pretty good. You know, good whiskey, by the way. You can find it at Goody Goodies. Uh, right now, working going on Specs. So it's a new brand, but it's a very traditional uh, way of doing it. Um, just quick history on whiskey. A lot of a lot of people think that whiskey was born in Scotland. No, man. I, whiskey was born in, in Ireland. Ireland, originally yeah, so from yeah, Ireland. the original, and now here in the U.S. you have whiskey, you know, and they copy from Ireland because um, Scotland, mm. at that time in the 1600s, they copied their whiskey, but they only changed, um, they put a, it's a E and Y, and they mm -hmm. changed it just to a Y. So I don't know, if, if you ever pay attention to like Johnny Walker, which is a scotch, mm -hmm. it just has whiskey with the Y. But the original is whiskey with E and I. So, oh, yeah, I didn't know that. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. It's it's a quick history, man. But yeah. So where Inca Punch? Where is it going to be? Is any any place that you have that you usually have it with you? Is um, there any way to request it now? Pre-made? It's not going to be a pre-made item. How's how are you going to do that one? It is. Uh, it is something that is. I I rather keep it more exclusive. You mm -hmm. know to. To my bartending services, right? So, if, so if when people try it, I'm like, dude, I like this drink. Or what, what is this? Like, how can I get? It? I said, well, you know, you ever have a party or something? I can, you know, go. Or if you go to my networking event, and yes, you know, or where I'm gonna be bartending. Yeah. Um. As a matter of fact, they have it at the Hilton Hotel right now. This called Sky Blue Bar, rooftop bar. Uh, I made it for them. They love that their presentation. Now the Hilton is one of them that I'm still working with them, trying to see. As far as it goes, but yeah, man, that's 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 one spot uh, that they just open and they like it and they still sell buying it from me. So, yeah, yeah, that's good because that thing is you got to try it. It's a must try for sure. You got to yeah. definitely give it a and good luck to. I hope you it keeps growing because I think it's a what what has the feedback been from people from Peru as far as. Like they feel disrespected because you add alcohol to a, a nice <laughs> traditional drink, or how has the feedback been so far? So far, man, uh, the people. As a matter of fact, I don't have a lot of Peruvian friends here. You know, I uh, I have maybe one, two, three, three mm -hmm. or four people, <laughs> but they haven't tried it yet. But they know about it, but they they haven't given me their honest opinion, right? Uh, I have another good friend that is a mixologist. And uh, he does the same, you know. He mm -hmm. had the own. He saw his own touch, right? But uh, we we all different, like you know, and in a way, like. But uh, people on his end, 
so far he told me that yeah people has come came out with a with a nice uh good with a with a good feedback you know yeah How, did that. you make it when you went back or you didn't make it no i didn't make it when i was back over there but uh definitely when i come back when i go back then definitely in december in december okay yes, let me know there. how it goes let me see what yeah. the uh take is okay so you were part of the carne asada fest two years in a row now right yes yeah all right how was your experience with the carne asada big shout out going out to sonia kilo and company and uh yeah i was over there mingling around a little bit yeah. and i seen you post it up Oh, yeah. But yeah, how was your experience? How was that? Man, it was it was it was it was actually uh it was a good opportunity. Mm -hmm. Uh I get to meet all these people, you know. And Sonia, whenever I met Sonia, I just started, man. As a matter of fact, that was my first network event that I had. That one <laughs> you was know, that one no well not that one, but when I met Sonia, which was months back, right? Oh, you did a networking event and she was there. Yeah, and and she that's was when there. Met. Okay. So I was I was having my piña coladas with the actual pineapple. With the pineapple. So I Sonia saw it. She, she highly she, recommended she, too. Yeah, appreciate it, appreciate it. But yeah, she 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 saw it. She saw that people walking around with piñas. I'm like, who's selling this stuff? You, you know, know how many people asked me about it when I was walking around with my piña? A few people. Yeah. Uh, like, like, Where is it at? Over there, by the boy. Over there, by the boy. <laughs> yeah, man. So, it, it you know, so I came out with that concept. Not, not only sell the drink, but you had to... Um, the presentation. In business, presentation means all, right? Yeah. So when I do my stuff, I like, you know what? You can have the best cocktail in the world the best cocktail in the world but if the presentation is crappy they're gonna sell it yeah that's all it's about like this is presentation too you know and that right there dude i gave one on the first carne asada i sold out like i was one of the first ones to sell out and i wasn't ready i i, I brought half of what i brought this time right because i'm like i don't know like mm -hmm. i said i'm starting this whole events you know The first one was pretty good. Boom, sell out. The second one said, you know what? I'm going to be ready this time. Dude, I make the double. I make over 500 pouches. Dude, when I tell you, no lie, I was done by 5 o'clock. I was done. Like, I sold every single pouch that I have, every piña colada that I had. And the only problem, I, I would have kept going. But I had issues with the power because my margarita machine was uh, wasn't handling. Uh, that was the only reason why I stopped because people were coming to me. I said, "Dude, I want another one." And not only pina colada, but this whole flavors, right? I want this. I want that. And I'm like, "Sorry, man. I sold all the pouches and I had that." And but yeah, man. Um, that's awesome. And big shout out to Sonia because she actually believed in me. She she didn't know me, you know, very well. I didn't know her either, but it was. It was something about leap of faith on people, right? And mm -hmm. that's what Sony has. She has that that touch of of getting to know people without knowing them. Like, okay, you know, I believe in you. She does, you know, and um, that opened doors for me a lot, man. You know, yeah. Um, now I'm 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 into the point where I have uh, other bartenders now. For example, on my on my bartender service, now I have other bartenders that uh, uh, work now with me. Which uh, I pass them leads, so I'm like a broker now, bartending services now. Oh, nice. Yeah, so you know, but thanks to being exposed to that, I get to know their bartenders. They're like, oh, snap, I like your drinks, man, you know? And yeah, I'll say, if you wanna join me too, you can join me. So I got other projects as well. Um, one of them I'm thinking about opening uh, like a bartending school, you know, yeah. something like that. That'd be nice. You know, in the, 
because uh, there is all the inspired bartenders. So everywhere I go, I bring my own menus and they're like, okay, you know. Yeah. Like, hmm. Was that the biggest event that you did at that time when you were coming up, the Carne Asada Fest? Yes, yes. Okay. That yeah, that, has there been other bigger events since that time? Um, I had a, the, the International Food Festival, for example. That's a big event. Mm -hmm. The one that is coming up for this, the Texas Food Fest on Sunday, by the way. It's going to be huge, man. Yeah, so this is going to be pre-recorded already out, but tell me about that one. How many, where is it going to be at? How many people are you expecting to get? Uh, so far as we expected, it's going to be, um, the RSVP, it says about 6,000. 6,000 But we probably people. have 3,000, half of that. It's but still, still 3,000 is a lot of people. So, um, I, I man, I've been getting ready since two weeks ago, man. I've been working on all this stuff, working on getting ready because you know it's gonna be huge and it's gonna have huge network event too for me as well you know not only just serving there but also to people get to know my drinks and know mm -hmm. what i do is the yeah. uh, chicha morada gonna uh, or oh, Inca punch gonna oh make yes. An appearance? yes that was the first so <laughs> the so the planner she found it and she's like are you doing the punch i said yes are you sure i said yes <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes, I have had the punch ready. So yeah, so that's like I said, that was a huge seller for me, and and even in 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 any community, they they seem to love it. So I'm like, why not? You know, it's really good. It's highly yeah. recommended too. It's real smooth, nice, nice taste. It tastes just like the freaking the chicha morada, except for yeah, the yeah, little kick to but it. You can't <laughs> even taste the other stuff. That's the crazy stuff, and then yeah. it's just sneaky. So yeah. you got to be very careful with it. But oh, yeah. that one was good at the time that I tried months ago. It was really good. Appreciate so it. So I enjoyed it, it very much. Okay. So what other events do you have coming up besides the one that's coming up here shortly? The Texas Food Fest. Um, I have, uh, for example, not, uh, right now that you're talking about, there's a lot of tailgates. So right now oh, I'm, being yeah. booked. I'm being booked by a lot of tailgate parties right now. So that's like... That's why it's, it was, it's what is from September to the end of football season. Yeah, February. Man, you're going to catch me at the, at the stadium most of the time now because a lot of different parties, they book me. Hey, man, you know what? Uh, they have these huge tailgate parties, but, you know, but since they see me last year doing the tailgate parties, they're like, Oh no! I want you on my on my. And the tailgate parties here in Texas, in the Dallas area, or, or, or Arlington, it's huge. Oh it's yeah, a it's huge, huge, deal. It's huge. A huge deal. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. people they go all. They out. got multiple tents. They got TVs. They got DJs. They have all you can think of. Bartender mm -hmm. services all laid out. Yeah, huge. Yes. Yeah, so yeah. So for that for for that right now, I'm gonna be pretty busy. And then on top of that, we got corporate parties right now because the holidays holidays coming Thanksgiving, too, so. Christmas coming up too. Yes. So this past month of August, I kind of took it. I kind of was easy on myself because uh -huh. I want to take time for my family, which are my kids, and and time to myself too because I needed a little break. Right? Oh yeah, absolutely. So August was a slow month as far as business goes, but I have the other bartenders. You know, help me out to, you know, I pass them the leads. Like I said, you know, I have my bartending service still working, right? Um, so I Yeah, I ran into in, into one of the gigs. Like yeah, I remember that quinceañera <laughs> that we had. Like, what? Yeah. Oh, shoot. Okay, bro. Working the mic. I know. Working the mic, by the way. Really good MC, by the way. So uh, Make yeah. sure I shout you out. Yeah. To go I know. check you I out, saw, take yeah. care of you. I know. I oh, man, you. I was busy the whole time, man. Good. Like I said, especially with the Mexican candy. Dude, yeah. that's 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 that's. That one in the Chicha Morada is one of my best sellers, especially, you know, that as far as the cocktail or the shots. Okay. And earlier when you came in, you said you had something big that you were in the works. Are you able to talk about it yet or are you not able to talk about it yet? Um, 
Not yet because it's not structured right okay, now. Okay, good. But um, bigger things to come, though. Let's bigger things to that. come. Yes, yes. Okay. Bigger things to come. That's why last month it was a month to for myself, for my self development. You know, so myself to analyze what I'm going with this. You know, not just only this business, but all the businesses that I'm trying to work as well. Right. Um, my mom and my family always. My grandma and my mom pretty much they told me. Um, never put all your eggs in one basket. Uh huh. You know, so I got that too. And like I said, I, I don't know how many tattoos I got in my head now. But so you have one this one for sure. Then you have other stuff that you've been working on and waiting yes. to it. Okay. Yes. Uh, you know, it it's just part of. Um, I want this business to actually uh, promote my other business. You know, with the revenue. So once I have different businesses all together, then, hey, you know, I can achieve what I want to achieve, which is which what we all want, financial freedom, right? Yeah, yeah absolutely. You know, but uh, it's, it's, it's hard. It's not easy. And, um, and one thing I would tell entrepreneurs is this, when you feel stuck, because I feel stuck at one point for, for a long time, man, we're going to take this. Like, um, always look for change, you know, some sometimes us we think change is it's something to fear. We like to be comfortable, right? But whenever we get comfortable on something, we just don't progress, right? Uh, and that's why when I see other business opportunities, business ventures, I'm I'm very open. I might not know the the business, right? So uh, there, but hey, it's all about learning. It's all about like, hey, if I can, if you can do it, why not? I cannot do it, right? But it's a process, right? It's is where you drive, but yeah, yeah, that's that that's that's a business that I'm working on right now. I cannot say many details right now because it's not something concrete. But yeah, maybe we'll have a follow up later on. Yeah, of we course, can talk of about course, those. absolutely, absolutely. But the good thing is that you are actually looking into those things as far as like if you're stuck, where or not stuck, but let's say you're kind of plateau. You're kind of like, where else can we go? Where else can we do instead of just being there and being happy? Let's yeah. analyze and see where else can we take it. And that's good because some people might just be like, okay, I'm good with this. Yeah. And it's not something bad because a lot of people have different goals. You yeah. know, Everybody has their own goals. You have your own goals. I have my own goals. You know, it does, doesn't mean that you have to follow what I do, right? Yeah. Um, but in my case, I want to achieve, you know, what my, when I see my grandma, mm -hmm. When I see my family, you know, in Peru, um, quick story about my grandma, you know, she was an immigrant too in Peru. Uh, well, she her, came from? Her parents came from China, from you know. China. So it was something different. You know, she, her parents died at a young age. Mm. You know, she was an orphan, you know. Uh, his brother was taking care of her at one point. But whenever I heard the story, my grandma come from a very poor 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 background. She was selling, I don't know, you ever heard of cocadas? Yeah. Like those yeah, little yeah, coconuts? Yeah. Yep, I know what you're talking about. So. I used to love those things. Yeah, man. You know, and to me, it's a, it's very meaningful because when my grandma tells her story, mm -hmm. she, 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 she came from nothing, man. Like literally nothing. It was her drive. She told me like, yo estaba con una velita with a little candle actually reading. Like, you know, like that, like outside. She didn't even have a real bed, right? She was just, you know. That's uh, crazy. It it is, but it, it but it was her drive, man. You mm -hmm. know that pushed her into having this company, this clothing company. Not only that, all the businesses, real estate, all that stuff, right? That she has. Uh, um, 
So to me, I look up on my grandma so much. She, 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 she's actually my role model mm-hmm. into those, this. And as a matter of fact, coming here, I was talking to her, you know, because I always like to have her guidance. My mom too, you know, uh, but my grandma is mostly like the one that I look up to as far as business goes, right? There's good things and bad things like everybody. Yeah, but, of course. Uh, but I always like to pick, you know, like stuff that I can learn from her. Maybe my mom or somebody else too. All the know? things not to do. Yeah, all the things <laughs> not to do, of course, because nobody's perfect. Yeah, Let me let's, let's Let's be honest. But to me, my grandma was somebody that, you know what? She came from nothing and now she's living good, you know? What's her name? Lydia. Lydia. Shout out to Doña Lydia. Yeah. Big shout out to AKA you. La Mama yeah. Lydia. It's going to be her 80th birthday. That's why we're going. 80th birthday. 80th birthday. This in, in, so her birthday is going to be on January 1st. So that's why I'm going to going Peru December. because uh-huh. it's going to be for so long. Me and my other, my stepbrothers, we haven't been together. And this year for her 80th birthday, we all going. So it's going to be, it's going to be a good family reunion, you that's know? That's good. That's and awesome. we, Como se dice en español, we throw in the, la casa por la ventana, you know, we do a huge party for my grandma. Uh, you go back you know. to the dunes. I think you, you went to the dunes last time, didn't you? Oh, yes, when, yes. Like, I went the to the dunes. Cars. Yeah, I went, I went to the sand dunes, man. Mm. Oh, man, it was beautiful. So um, one of my passions is is traveling, you know? Yeah. Um, I always dream about that. But back when I was telling you I didn't have papers and all you know like like that means to travel right even financially right i mm-hmm. was like i always look at pictures and i was like and and now i'm in that stage of my life where you know what i can't i can't i can financially do it you know but always of course responsibility first right my yeah, responsibility come first but one of my hobbies is that is is it's experiencing new stuff new uh places you know, and for example, I am going to Dubai in a couple of months. Oh, you know? really? Yeah, I'm going to Dubai. Just taking a vacation over there? Yeah, I'm going to take I'm a vacation. Go over there. Yeah, I'm I want. Go over I, there. It's, it's always been on my bucket list, you know. And then, you know, I said, you know what? Screw it. I'm I'm going to Dubai because I I want to. Mine's Panama that. first. No, uh, Costa Rica first. Yeah. And shortly after, I should be going to Dubai too. So I. I the way they picture, they paint the pictures, Dubai, it's like a freaking amazing place. I know. And I've seen it. I've seen the pictures. i always seen like on Instagram people like do it, you know, but it was, it was, it was always on my bucket list. So I do have a bucket list, by the nice. way, you know, and growing up, I was like, when I get to a certain point in my life where I can actually do it, I must start doing it. And I just think about it. So I actually had to write it down, man, in a little book. That's good. You know, where I have stuff like that, man. That's good. Okay, let's touch up on something that you want to talk about because you wanted to address a little bit just for the fact that some people do take advantage of other people, which was pyramid schemes. Yes. Got nothing to do with the bartender or anything, but the fact that people want uh, financial freedom, uh, people want different things as far as a job, and, and then there's people really good at selling them something that is not real, and then... It's not okay to take advantage of their hopes and dreams and everything, aspirations as far as wanting to be free of, of a job yes. and then prey on certain things that they want to, their dreams. So tell me about what you want to talk to me about on that part. Yes. So this happened um, last week. You know, um, I was I was approached. Um, I'm not saying names, but I was approached. And um, they were talking about mentors, you know. Mm-hmm. So um, I'm like, okay, you know what? I'm always down to learn something new, you know. 
because so this person was talking about mentors, this mentor, that, you know, and the the way he caught my attention is because he was reading a book of John Maxwell. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you know who he is. I he's don't. a he's a uh, motivational speaker. Okay, I got entrepreneur, you know. But I'm very familiar with his book mm-hmm. because in business, that's that's in in the business world, he's a very well known. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, okay, you know. So I saw him say, "Hey, man, you reading that book?" I said, "Yeah, I, I read that book," you know. And then he's just talking about his mentors. Say, yeah, you know, my mentor's this. I'm like, okay, I'm curious. I said, well, so who are your mentors? Well, I cannot tell you right now, you know. So he started like that, like with that intrigue, right? Mm. How about we, you know, how about we have a meeting? You so know? he started pitching you from the back already? Yeah, from the back. Yeah, mm. I'm like, yeah, you know what? Yeah, my mentors, my mentor was the one that gave me this book. I said, okay. So to me, that book in the business world, it's actually a good book to read. So I thought, oh, maybe his mentors are into real estate. Maybe they're into uh, something, you know, some sort of actual business. So I'm like, okay, you know what? And and then we started having a conversation about that book. And then he said, you know what? I'm going to let you, you know, I'm going to see if I can introduce you to my mentor. I said, oh, shoot, that'd be great. You know, of mm-hmm. course I'm down, you know. I mean, if these people know what the lingo of business, I'm definitely down because the right. kid because he was a young guy, you know, he was on his 20s. Mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, you know. Um, so, yeah, why not? But first, we're going to have a meeting, me and you, so where your mind is. I said, of course, you know. <laughs> I'm like, you're going to try to feed. Okay. Yeah, I let him do his thing. All right, why, why not? not? You, why know? not? All right. you never know. Maybe you some, never know. Maybe, maybe some young is smart nowadays and yeah. you know some stuff you might not know, which exactly. is possible. We had to be open-minded. Yeah, so I'm, I'm, and, and I am very open-minded about it. So I'm like, you know what? Okay, cool. So I went, you know, I was changed numbers. He gave me his number. And then all of a sudden I received a call. Hey, uh, you want to meet up at the Starbucks, man? You know, I, w- I want to talk to you before you meet my mentors. I want to make sure that you, you know, how your mind is, you know, as, as far as that goes. You know, like, will you be committed to like, oh, I'm like, okay, yeah, sure. Why not? You know, mm-hmm. I can share my story about you know, what I do, you know, and and where I want to go because at the end of the day, it's not only owning a business what I want to do. I want to become an investor, mm-hmm. you know. That's my main goal too. My business pay for everything, you know, pay, 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 pay for my lifestyle, pay for my kids, but also invest into other businesses. That's gotcha. my angle. Gotcha. So I was like, okay, you know, why not? Maybe they have something else that I don't, mm-hmm. that I might learn. So I went, we had a talk for like over an hour, the kid was like, you know what? Uh, yeah, you seem like you have a good mindset, you know, on what you want. I explained to them what I do. Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. Let's have a second meeting. Let me talk to my mentors and see, you know, if I can schedule something. But first, uh, uh, I want you to read this book. Like, okay. So, and it was about Robert Kiyosaki, mm-hmm. which I am very familiar. If you guys don't know, it's Rich Dad Poor Dad. It's one of Rich his. Rich Dad Poor Dad. Rich very... Dad Poor Dad. It's in the business world. It's very popular also so i know the author but it was that uh it was called the uh, business of the 21st century you know mm-hmm. i'm like hmm. so if you read this book in three days and you committed by it uh the next time we have a meeting you know i'm gonna ask you about the book and uh you know get to know about that sure why not i love reading books by the way so i'm like easy peasy for me right okay cool so I was actually motivated by the intrigue, right? Because he was putting intriguing me because I wanted to know what kind of businesses, yeah, but yeah, he didn't yeah. want to tell me. So I started reading the book, 
it was a multi-level marketing stuff. So I'm like, hmm, I heard about it. I didn't know much about it, but I heard some good things and bad things. Mm -hmm. So I'm like, hmm, okay. So I started doing my own research, right? Right. And I started seeing all this stuff, man, like scamming. And I'm like, whoa, this is not a good business strategy. But maybe the kid just gave me this book maybe to know about the business. So I'm like, okay. So the next time we have a meeting, I already have questions for him, mm -hmm. right? Because I want to get to the bottom of this. Because just like any business deal, you know, either you're investing or you're going to be in a business venture with somebody. Because that was that was his turn, being a business venture. So I'm like, okay, I'm down yeah. for that. You know, I think I qualify, you know, like to actually be in but a business But you want to be informed because it's your capital at the end exactly. of the day. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So look, if I'm going to invest my money, I'm going to make sure what it is. Mm -hmm. So I end up to the second meeting, you know, to the, to the yeah, second meeting, right? And he, you know, we start talking about the book and change and 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 how how this new business concept is gonna revolutionize the whole business. The old style of getting a paycheck is something that's out of it's already, you know, obsolete. You know, you have to be your own business entrepreneur, and the only way is to be a network marketing. So he was trying to pitch me all these ideas, right? But at the end. I did my own research before him, right? And that's what a lot of most people get catched on. I said, I told him straight up, is this a MLM, you know that? This is a pyramid scheme, right? I'm like, no, 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 it's not. I said, well, tell me how it works. That's it. How does MLM work? I don't know about the business. I just want to know how the multi-level marketing works. Mm -hmm. So he told me, well, there's this one guy here and we recruit, you know, like, and then we actually get, we form a team and this team, you know, we sell these products and, and this team actually recruits. I don't know if I can say it on the radio, but it was, uh, you know what? I don't care. It's called Amway, you know? Oh, that one. <laughs> yeah. So it was that. I was like, okay. Mm, okay. But then I start digging more into that. And I don't know, you're familiar of uh, uh, Nancy DeBose. The, our old educator. Yeah, education. Yeah, from, and, and yeah, ex educator. Secretary of Education. Education, education. And, and you heard all that stuff that she was not qualified to do. She that. was not qualified. And she her. wasn't. No. Guess not why. because one is not a politician, but you can tell where she's coming from. She has nothing to do with education whatsoever. Whatsoever. Exactly. So when I start digging on that stuff, I'm like, you know what? This is a whole scheme, not only in the in the business level, but also in the with politicians in the political world that the boss family are one of the people that actually are involved in politics mm -hmm. so and they own Amway and they 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 own this all small level marketing uh, um, businesses mm. so I mean they make billions out of that and they you know when I see facts I'm this is facts they actually were one of the ones that actually gave money to the Republican parties, right? To actually get that's a how you got that's how you get a voice. This is yeah. how the, that's how you get a voice in, in the political world. That's how you yeah. get to be able to mingle with the upper level of politicians. Yeah. If you don't pay, there's nothing to not to mention. Once you contribute to their campaign, it's hard for them not to answer you back if you're gonna keep wanting to pursue a reelection in the future. 
How mm-hmm. you, what kind of face are you gonna give them if you they gave you a donation all of a sudden you turn and gave their back? Then the next time around, yeah, you want to what? Oh no, homie, you're gonna repay me to what I had gave you before, even though it's a contribution. It's not a contribution. It's not free money. Oh no, and nothing. This is not is only money one politician. Every single one of them. Yeah. Yeah. So my next question to him was like, okay, in business, it's simple as that. It's it's all about uh, you give and you get, right? Yeah. That's how it works. Nothing is free in this world. In business, even worse. Yeah. You know what? If this person, if this mentor, you know, they say that I could be a good qualify, what do I give them in return? You know, like my time, money, of course, you know, if we're talking about business investment, you know, because in my back of my head, I thought that was the whole thing that like maybe, maybe this is a good business opportunity to get into. You know, I was thinking about stocks or something, you know, where I can learn. And I don't mind paying for mentorship because it's always good to learn. But the right mentorship, right? Yeah, it is important for Latinos to be open to mentors. Mentors meaning somebody that's been there, done that, that can kind of sort of not literally coach you step by step, but literally you you run into a wall and you don't really know which way to go and they can might have helped you sort that out and, and grow in your business or whatever it is that you're doing. Yeah. there's a, it's, a, it's a great thing to have mentors on the specific thing that you're or just somebody that you want to. And a lot of the mentors, as far as I know, some are willing to give you the information for free. You just ask. You just got to find the right ones. And some of them may be a, a lunch or something we'll be happy with. And some of them might be asking for a payment, but you have to look into the things. I don't like the word research so much because research to me, it takes me to like um, science, science, like science type of stuff I'm talking about really looking to the individual what is that they have they have done and based on what you're looking for this is somebody that you'd be beneficial for your business to talk to so you can help you get to a different level because they've been there and done that exactly so nothing wrong with mentors no but this is keeping their mentors two three steps ahead before creating intrigue trying to sort of tap on your not necessarily a necessity, but your dreams and hopes of wanting to be successful and then sell you something. I'm like, man, that's so sad. Pretty much it, it was just selling a dream. Yeah. And once we finished, you know, I was, you know, he became very aggressive in that kind of way. Like, no, this is not a, this is not a pyramid scheme. This is not that, you know, he didn't want to tell me the business at the end. But like I said, I, I started shaking and stuff like, you know, and, I, and and it was the same way from the approach, from the whole steps, I already knew what company mm. was, you know? Yeah. Because yeah. now we have the power, the power of the internet now, you know, mm-hmm. we, we can actually Google that stuff. We can actually find ways to, to, to actually find those answers. You know, back in the day when they started that company 40 years ago, there was nothing like that. There was only people that... Hey man, you want to make some money in two, three years, you can retire because that's their whole concept is you're going to retire in, in like two, three years. I'm like, oh shit, who doesn't want to do that? You know? Yeah. Oh yeah. And it's always a couple by the way too. Oh yeah. I'm working and my wife is not going to, you know, she's in the process of quitting her job too, to join me full time on this. So it's always that. So they move from that model to an individual. Yeah. So they play with your feelings. They become your friends. They become yeah. friendly. They 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 start digging into, you know, like your 
so what are your goals? So what are all like, so they use these tactics of And why do you friend. have to go to this conference and pay money? Why? Every single thing and say, this is like those courses that they give you, like those YouTube courses that like, oh, this, this, put yeah. your email here. And then like, oh, they give you a lot of somewhat information that's very vague. And then, oh yeah, in order for us to give you the next one, you have to buy this course. I'm like, what the heck? But you didn't tell me. And then just keep it going and going and going and going for the next thing. You'll never get no. anywhere. Same thing with these dudes. They just keep having conferences, 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 giving the money every single time. And then you just keep fishing. Kind of like a, like that carrot with a stick. You're just kind of chasing it the whole time, but you ain't never going to ever reach it. You're just going to be there just chasing away. That is true. And if you look at those uh, multi-level marketing, like even you Google it and you said, who is the top earners of this this whole thing? 99%. It's facts. It tells you there too. Mm-hmm. 99% of these people lose money oh, a lot in of this money. business. A lot of money. And the top ones, the top five or three, they're the ones that are making that money because it's pretty much you had to buy their supplies. You had to buy their subscriptions in order to keep on that. And once they feel like you are trying to quit, no, man, they bring all these mentors, 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 which are like influencers, like, no, man, you're almost there. You know, don't give up and keep doing and pretty much keep paying my subscription, you now, know? So you do you feel those top 5% were put there because they know the people up top or here and there some sometimes they let one individual all the way up so they can tell their story that they came from the bottom yeah. to the very, to the very it, top it is it is it is a scheme you know it is like you said yeah i'm pretty sure that some of these people like even dude like i was deep, like really digging into this whole situation mm-hmm. where there are companies where they actually pay like money mayweather for example yeah dude i was like what money he gets mayweather? a lot more money than oh yeah but you you see, how come they don't put uh, Jeff Bezos? How come they don't pitch this? If this thing is make you rich so f- you know, like right away and quit your nine to five and quit that mentality, how come they don't put, uh, uh, you know, uh, Buffett or Bezos or we, or, we go back to the Bill earlier Gates. thing that you said, like as far as Bezos saw a problem that, that needed a solution and he worked on that with a passion and that's how he got to, he started with books and that's why he became to like same thing with Zuckerberg. All of them had a, a problem that needed to be solved and they put all their energy and effort on fixing that problem. And then except for Warren Buffett, he was just really good at investing way back. But he, yeah. he saw that there was a, a lot of, of uh, ways to do it. And then he kept, and, and Buff, Buff is the one that took the longest because that fool has been investing forever. And oh they, yeah, man, from, from, he still does. And still does. And it took them years for it to get to. I'm not saying that it's not possible for you to maybe overnight become something. It's very rare. But for you to keep it, it's going to be difficult if you haven't gone through the steps of taking the lessons of different things like that. Or even responsible with your money to be able to maintain it. It's just not going to happen for you. You have to be able to take those steps. And like you said, when you were working on the ice company on and the ice cream shop and you didn't, you, you didn't know exactly, well, look. Years later, it didn't pay off till now where you are able to work with that ice and you'll be able to make your drinks. You see what I mean? Yeah. Certain things don't make sense going forward. I think it was one of, I forget who it was, uh, Jobs. Steve Jobs said a speech. A lot of the times, things don't make sense go, going forward. But looking back, 
you'd be like, ah, oh, so that's why I needed to be at the ice cream shop learning these things. Yeah. And that's the same thing for everybody else. You need to be able to know that certain th- steps have to be taken in order for you to get to the place you need to be and, and be successful because selling you all these courses, selling you all this multi-more is just not going to work. You had to, you know, p- people that take shortcuts, it's never going to take you anywhere. The One of the guys told me uh, cutting corners. Yeah, cutting just corners. Just creates a circle. Yeah. Meaning that you just be going in circles the whole entire time. And yeah. You're it, not going to go and advance anywhere. Yeah. That is true. And that is so true because even me, you know, I was thinking, hmm, how can I do this? Like, there are ways to cut corners. For example, like, okay, what if there is a person that has that product already that I don't have to invest my time on, right? But I became partners with that person, right? So now my drinks are coming out better than what it was. And now my time invest, instead of, you know, cutting all the, all the mangoes in the world, right? When, when I started or doing my, my, my pineapple yes. juice, right? I look for people that do that as a living, right? So now I had more time to invest into other things, right? Yeah. So cutting corners, it could be good and bad. But the way, the right way to cutting corners is like that. Okay, I want to make this, but it's taking me so much time to cut it, to make pineapple juice, fresh pineapple juice. How about if I go buy it for a certain amount of money and then you put your time and money together? Okay, if it takes me three hours to make this juice and now I just buy it from this person, yeah. right? It costs money, correct. But I have three hours of my life that I can work on something else or yeah. do something else. So that way it would be more corner, efficiency. Yeah, I don't wouldn't yeah, I wouldn't want to call it cutting corners. I would call it more efficient with your time because time you can't get back. You know, but some of the yep. summer you can recoup and generate more product that you can put out in the in, in the world than yep. to having to cut other pineapple and stuff like that. Yeah, it is. All true, right, brother. Man. Well we short running short on time. Real quickly before I let you go, again, once again, remind everybody, where can they reach you at? Where can they get at you? Yes, so you can reach me on my Instagram. It's called Loquito Coquito. Uh, it's L-O-K-I-T-O underscore C-O-K-I-T-O on Instagram. Yep. I got my Facebook. It's Cesar Reyes, C-E-S-A-R-R-E-Y-S. And then there you're going to see a picture of my, uh, my Loquito Coquito brand. And also uh, you can find me on Facebook too. Uh, and if you want to book a service or want to know more about it, I'll give you my, my phone number too. It's 214-606-8660. Anytime, free quotes, you name it. All righty. And uh, real, any shout outs, anything, any shout outs to anybody uh, you want to yes, do? Yes, yes. Shout out to, to my mom, to my, to, my, to my grandma, to Tony, Nico, to all my friends that are actually stand by there and actually believe what I was doing because uh, that is something too that I I had good support system too, you know, into what I do. So big shout out to all my friends and my new friends that I met in this in this whole industry, you know, right. because for example, you too, and you know, yeah, big shout out to you. And I appreciate you inviting me into this because if it wasn't for what I'm doing now, I probably will never meet you, you know, or yeah. be here. I mean, we still be friends, but I'm not being here, you know, I'm You're talking right. about my drinks and my products. Yeah. But yeah, big big shout out to all of y'all, man, that y'all still going. Uh, Jassy's Tacos too, man, they are 
you know, they're like family too. So, yeah. Awesome. I appreciate it. Well, the thing that treats me out the most, again, your, your beginnings to where you had to make your way over here without having documents to, you know, work in it. And then to find something and then thinking that there was a problem. And then even if it was a different culture, giving it your own twist and not, not being afraid to take a risk. And then not only that, but also implementing different things that you already have, like your native drinks, and then giving it a little different something. You know, to me, I feel like those are the things that make somebody a global land factor. Just to me, Cesar, you're a global land factor, sir. Thank you, man. Appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you and so much. One last question. If anybody was to Google you or search you in the future, what would you hope for them to find of you or Loquito Coquito? Um... To me, it's more like um, to find more about myself, about my company, about what I do, you know, and um, become a difference, you know, become a, 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 a Latino, a proud Latino, you know, and when they Google me, okay, you know what, this guy is doing something, you know. Yeah. What about Loquito Coquito? As far as Loquito Coquito, yeah, man, you know, one day I went out, have my own chain of restaurants, man, you know, when they Google Loquito Coquito, they're going to see bartending services, they're going to see all these crazy drinks with flames and whatnot, you know, stuff that uh, very unusual stuff, right? But delicious. But delicious, yeah, awesome. there you go, yes, very unique drinks. I appreciate you, thank you very much. This was another episode of the Global Latin Factor Podcast. Remember, we are just like you, we are the spice in this melting pot, and it is the world. Till next time, Bye. Peace. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you very much for checking out this episode of the Global Latin Factor Podcast. If you are enjoying the content and the channel, go ahead and subscribe. Help us reach our goal of 1,000 subscribers so we can bring you more episodes, more channel. Go like, go subscribe, go write a comment. We appreciate it very much. Thank you. Pero but in fact it's a flamingo Coming to Havana and from Puerto Rico On a pirate ship, you don't know where do we go The birds of the jungle chasing fortune and...